name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning in this very frosty day. And I heard as I walked in somebody saying something that I had never heard before. And this was great. She says, what was this frost on the pumpkin? Is that what you said? <laughs> Which I understand means that it's cold outside and it is the season. Is that right? <laughs> okay. Christ the King. Pentecost is over and the first Sunday in Advent is next week. We are right in between teachings and preparation. And for one, I am very thankful for all I have learned this last year, both from the Bible challenge as from my travels and sermons that I listen to. Every day seems to teach me something new. A couple of weeks ago, Lou and I went to Maryland because our dear sister-in-law, Janelle, bless her soul, died after battling lung cancer for a couple of years. And I came back with two insights that was given to me, one in an Episcopal church on Sunday morning and the other at the funeral at a Baptist church on Monday. The rector of St. Barnabas, the Reverend Shell Kimball, said something that I keep thinking about. She said, we are a people of waiting. We are a people of waiting. She said, the gospel of that week was the ten bridesmaids that was waiting for the groom to come. Five were foolish, having, not having enough oil for the lamps, and the others were wise and had enough oil and got to be with the groom. Seth, last week, said that we never know when what we are waiting for is going to take place. We and the first Christian know what we are waiting for. We are waiting for Jesus to come back as he promised. Because every Sunday we say, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. In faith we know this to be true. We proclaim it, we believe it, but we don't know when it will happen. The first Christian believed it will be within their lifetime, and we have been waiting for more than 2,000 years, and we are still waiting. So what does Jesus tell us to do while we are waiting? He tells us to feed the hungry, give a drink to the thirsty, to welcome the stranger, to dress the naked, to care for the sick, and to visit the prisoner. The disciples did not understand this because they had never seen Jesus hungry, thirsty, not welcoming, naked, sick, or in prison. And they knew it because Jesus was with them, and he was very much alive at that time. Yet Jesus go on to say, if you do it to any of the people who needs it, you have done it to me. In other words, we are going to be his feet and his hands. That was true at the time Jesus was talking to his disciples and also when he was not 
no longer with them. We have heard many times that when we care for somebody, it might be Jesus himself we are caring for. What does Jesus say will happen if we fail to take care of our brothers and sisters? We will be, we will be sent into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So the option is pretty clear, isn't it? While we wait, we need to be doing something. We can't just sit back and wait for Jesus to come. We need to be his hands and feet. We need to be wise so we don't miss miss out on the promise that Jesus gave us, the promise of eternal life. So waiting was one of the things I took back from the trip, and the second was, quote-unquote, to hold on. The funeral was at the Baptist church. There were more than 400 people there, and if you have ever been to a Baptist church, you know you will get a powerful and loud preaching and singing. They had a soloist with a great voice, And his last song was, Hold On. And he kept repeating those words, and pretty soon everybody in the congregation were repeating the words after him, including me. We were all ready to hold on no matter what. And I thought later, what a great message for my brother-in-law, who had been married to Janelle for more than 55 years. Hold on was the message that needed that he needed at that very challenging time and what we need always as we wait for the coming of Jesus. I found myself wondering what happened. I usually say, don't hold on to think. Unclutter your life. Simplify. Throw things away. And I do believe that to be true. Holding on to earthly things Keep, gets us in trouble, yet holding on to Jesus is what life is all about. So I could sing with convic- conviction because Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. We need to wait and hold on to our faith with grateful and joyful hearts. I don't think for a minute that we need to be fearful or somber or sorrowful as we wait. But I do think we need to be wise and alert and mindful. It is our life journey after all, and our journey is a lot easier if it is joyful and mindful, surrounded by Jesus as he guides us and listens. As we enter the season of Advent, let us do it with grateful hearts. We are here, aren't we? We are here as a cohesive and wonderful group of people that worships God week after week. We go out into the world to do God's work. We feed the hungry. We give them drink. We donate clothing. We welcome strangers both in church and at home. And some go go to jail or prisons. And hopefully we do it with joyful heart according to the gift or talents that God has given us.
just like the psalm appointed for today say, Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gate with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. I suggest this coming week that we take an inventory of how our year has been. Remember that the church calendar year starts with the first Sunday of Advent, which is next week. I am sure we all have things we want to improve. I know I do. We can do that, but most important is that we walk with God as our life's journey unfolds. Have we put him before ourselves and confessed that he is our Savior and Redeemer, that he is Christ the King? And as we wait in preparation for his coming, have we used the gift that was given to us by God? Remember, our talents increase as we use them, and then our wait would have been fruitful and for the glory of God. Let us pray. Thank you, God, for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, the King of kings, and for the gift you have given us to use for your glory. May we all have a very blessed Thanksgiving, surrounded by God's love and the love of our family and friends. In his holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.